Okay, before we get into today's show, I just wanted to give uh, our condolences over here, our strong stylist, to Masashi Takeda, who tragically lost his wife on January the 7th. That's why he's been MIA. They are trying to set up fundraisers for him, donations, and all proceeds from his merch and portraits will go to him and his family. He has been taking time off to spend time with their young child. So here, us here at Strong Stylers wish Hayden nothing but the best. We can't possibly begin to imagine what he is going through. Do you have anything to add for If you want to support Freedoms, also, um, had, like they put the, some DVDs to buy and all proceedings from those DVDs go to the Kata family. So if you already want to support before the fundraiser goes out, you can do it that way. I will leave links to those in the show notes. Guess you can easily find those, and we wish him nothing but the best. All right, now that we're a little bit uh, the summer notes taken care of, Strong Styles updates. More MVs are coming. You are working diligently on one, if Premiere will mm-hmm. let you. When it does. And, uh, we also have, uh, I posted a teaser of Rina and Yamashita. That one's coming up this week. And we had one planned. But it will be delayed as for reasons. When you see it, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Discord. Gotta, gotta get working on that. <laughs> One day. One day. We'll, we'll try to set it up before the next episode. Yeah. You've already tried. Also, new show. We have a new Patreon show. We our first uh, extra episodes. That we're going to do, focusing just on Ice Ribbon. So we have now on Patreon, along with the watch-alongs and other things that we'll be posting, syncs and whatnot, we will have the Untitled Ice Ribbon Show. Why is it Untitled, you ask? Simply because I do not have a name for it. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions, tweet at, you can tweet at me, or you can tweet at Storm, at StrongStylishPW on Twitter, or Storm... Scorm, eh. Dang it, I almost made a whole episode without stuttering. <laughs> Stormsky <laughs> FX. As you can find him. I'll leave links to those below. Yeah, we have a new show. Uh, shorter format. Not a lot to talk about. Since uh, Ice Urban has canceled their upcoming shows, but once we catch up to current day, I'm going to be asking people, you know, which matches should we check out from the past? Ice Urban. It's a big, back catalog that we can check out. So yeah, now that those are over with, let's get back into your regular scheduled program. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Yokohama Bunka Taikan. Ice Ribbon no Lasto Buntai. Yokohama Buntai wa kanojo o matte ita no ka. Tai Yukihima ya sandu me no shoujiki. Ice Cross Infinity Senshiken. チャレンジャー鈴木鈴の入場です。この会場には因縁があります。2018年デビュー戦延期。2019年直前のカード変更。そして今年コロナにより延期。運体に縁がないと言われてきた。しかしその運命を変えて夢には出てきた。運体メイン
しかし鈴の上田が再び分隊メインを呼び寄せた勝つチャンスは十分にある新しいコスチュームをまとっていますかすかな光を自分の運命を信じてチャレンジャー Welcome back to episode seven of the Strong Stylish Podcast. I am your host, Anoda, and to my far right today is Storm, as usual. Storm, as just as always. We are on episode seven. We're making headway. We're almost at 10. Maybe we'll do a little something special for episode 10. But that's neither here nor there. Let's jump right into it. Well, Storm, you watched, you watched the random match this week. Well, yeah, it's、uh, a bit different than usual. So, because we watched in the last episode, well, watch overall was、uh, Wrestle Kingdom、uh, 16 and we had there LIG versus Congo, which was like the let's say the most hyped match. And I was interested because I went back and checked、uh, that Nakajima was in the G1 and he was in the same block as Naito in G126. So I was、uh, wondering how was their match? You know, I wanted to check to see because it's my personal dream match. So I was wondering how was this match? Okay. So that match was the day 12 of G126. They were both, I think, A block. Yeah, big block. It was 4th of August 2016. Do you remember how many points both of them had at the time?、Uh, I think I can see. So Nakajima, 6, Naito, 8. I guess. I don't know if it counts on cage match before or after the match. So pretty close. Yeah, pretty close.、Uh, Nakajima was quite a big deal here. You know, he had like 10 points in the end. Yeah, and this is. For the, This is you know, right after、kid. he signed with Noah, right?、Mm, Somewhere around that time. I'm not sure if he signed that year on, on, or the 2017. I'm not, I'm not sure which, which year he signed. Yeah, but that、yeah. was like.、Um, so this was like pre reborn Nakajima, let's say, you know, where、mm. he had that. Right before blonde, he started getting his resurgence going. Yeah, because like blonde hair, silver attire, much different.、Mm-hmm. And this is when Naito was just. Starting to get set in when his、uh, heel, heel turn, you know, in 2015, he was kind of in that change. He started LIJ in the fall of 2015. So 2016 was like when he was kind of getting that peak heel turn. So it was an interesting matchup. And、um, I really didn't know what to expect, you know, because, okay, this is different Nakajima. So. Is it going to be much different from one day what they're doing? And honestly, it really wasn't. So the match starts, typical thing, you know, Nakajima isn't really aggressive. Naito is just chill. So they just circle around a bit. And as it usually is in New Japan, they end up with the ropes and, you know, they go for the clean break. But Naito does his typical thing. He's like, clean break and then he kicks the guy. So he kicks. Nakajima、uh, pushes on the ropes. Nakajima ducks on the lariat. And then he goes for the big boot, but Naito、uh, ducks it and goes for like a roll up, which was really smooth. 
and then he goes for his i don't know how to call it like knight of kind of like slides and tries to do a kick it's something he rarely does so he goes for it and nakajima ducks it and then Nak uh, then nakajima goes for a kick and naito just rolls through and just does his like pose you know when he's laying on the floor so right, that, was, that, was, that was like insane starting sequence so you already know like they said the pace early Oh, that was surprising, you know, they were just like, I think we're ready, and then bam, out of nowhere. So Naito just got a little rank, you know, just chilling, resting typical stuff. So he goes to the apron, as Nakajima is like waiting, sitting at the ropes, come on, and the ring because he was just taking his time. And then he gets angry and goes to big boot Naito, but he moves and Naito just drop kicks his knee. So then he starts working on the knee because of this. Uh, but then when they are like fighting outside, uh, Nakajima like big boots Naito over the fence, which was a really, really dope spot. And typical Naito, like whenever he does something with the fence, he over oversells it. So it looks incredibly cool. And it comes something from the big hole right before that. Naito was running towards Nakajima and Nakajima pushes him upwards over the top rope and Naito kind of just grabs the rope, front flips and just lands on his feet like no movement, anything, just straight up lands like nothing happened which was like I replayed it like three times I showed that to him. I was like yeah, how was this possible? Straight up and over Straight up and over, no, no problem at all and then on that time really was different from Naito. So he goes for his combination cabron, you know, and he does like that step up, uh, that drop kick when he jumps over the rope. Mm -hmm. So when he's going to bounce off the Nakajima, he manages to kick him straight in the throat, which looked a bit scuffed and painful. And then drop kick wasn't much nicer either because he literally dropped him right in the throat again, which was mean, but okay and this spot was so dope naito goes for his flying forearm smash and nakajima kicks him mid-air just bam straight to the floor and then after that he picks him up and does a saito but when he does a saito he like jumps with naito when he's like flying it looks very painful because there is more momentum because he didn't just do normal saito he literally jump for it they get more airtime yeah and because Naito worked the leg, Nakajima was also doing the same thing to Naito as he's like holding ankle lock on Naito. And Naito just rolls through it and, and gets the knee lock, which was super smooth. Like, you know, you have two really clean wrestlers. So all, all, all of these transitions are just super cool. And then we had a top rope for Karina from Naito and then he hits Gloria for his typical combo with just a two count. And then he goes for the Destino. But Nakajima counters it into a diamond bomb that looked really, really painful. Naito got some amazing air time and just lined a trade on his head. It was a and super, was like, super hard diamond bomb. Super hard. Yeah. And it was only a two count. So that was kind of shocking that he hit it from the scene as it was out of nowhere. And then Nakajima hits his top row spinning kick. I always forget how he calls it. I need to 
I need to remember that for the next time. There's too many moves. And then he hits really painful Saito suplex, like, you know, Naito and his neck bumps. So hitting a mm. Saito on this Super was like high angle. out. Always. And then uh, Nakajima was hitting super kicks. That was straight to the face. There was just no pulling punches. They were really, really painful, really loud. And then he then he goes for the third one. Naito ducks on it. It's his Enziguri. And then he goes for flying forearm smash against. But this time Nakajima gets him with a drop kick, which was super clean. And Naito, being typical Naito, backflips on the cell. Oh. And then Nakajima hit a really, really loud PK, which was just echo. Crowd was really hot for this. And then Nakajima, after this, went for the vertical spike. Naito countered the Destino, hit another Destino, and won this. So, overall, this I didn't really go with much expectation because, you know, it's not Nakajima's company. He wasn't, you know, what he is today. And it's just a tournament. So I didn't expect it to be anything excellent. I was just like, it's going to be just a good match. Honestly, it was way above that. It was really, really good match. I absolutely recommend watching this. It's it's such a good good time. They really have a good chemistry. Um, so it was way above than just a typical tournament match. It was quite long too, like 90 minutes. So they gave them a uh, lot of time. It was actually the main event. And let me just tell you who is the draw, right? You had Kenny Omega and Shibata right before that. So just so you know. And uh, yeah, I really hope they'll do a match in the future because this match was so sick for what it was. And I really, really would love to see one one more match between two because they have really insane chemistry. And I think you can see that also in the in the tag match for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. They just had a, such a great chemistry. They worked a lot with each other in that match. Oh, definitely. So that's for that's for my special match for this episode. What a match it was. Or uh when you you forgot the uh when you rolled in and out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't need to mention it, but I always love that Naito when because back then he was really slow when he would take off his clothes. It would like take a minute or two. And when he's outside the rink, it takes like ages. So like he goes to the um, side of the ring and like get in. So he rolls to the steel post. And then he just rolls to the other side of the ring. It's like right next to the steel post. So he's like, as soon as he got in, he's already out. It's such a small detail, but I always loved it. And he was telling uh, Nakajima to back up. Yeah, and then telling the fan to to be tranquilo because there was like one fan in the crowd like yelling for Naito to get back in. And he's like, tranquilo, wait. He was getting rowdy. <laughs> Great crowd, by the way. Super it was. I miss crowds. It, watching older stuff right now and just hearing a crowd and it's like, man, how, do I, how are we watching this now? <laughs> it was unreal. Yeah. Honestly. I'm, I'm like so used to zoning out when it comes to the crowd, like claps or nothing. Mm-hmm. That when I hear the crowd chant, I'm I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, where he zoned out. Get you fired up though when you notice you're like, oh, yes, people. Oh yeah, it it adds way more to that. And I remember when I watched New Japan shows without the crowd, 
And when I heard crowd clapping for the first time, I was like, this is a completely different experience. It's like not even close. Yeah, I feel like New Japan really, I mean, every, every promotion when it comes to Puro is like curt when by the lack of cheering. But I feel like New Japan struggles really badly. I feel like it's just a big, big problem for them because any other company is just doing great. But New Japan really works with that energy of the crowd. And just, you cannot do that with clapping, you know? Yeah. There was a couple of times at uh, Wrestle Kingdom where the crowd audibly gasped. I mean, you, you, there are moments in wrestling, you know, it's so genuine. There are so yeah. many exciting moments. Like, I remember when Sanada and Ibushi had G1 final, right? And that uh, 2.9 spot, crowd was like, wow, you know, they were like shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, there's cool. genuine reaction to what just happened in front of them. I mean, it's, it's normal. Just like every DDT show crowd starts laughing because, you know, you cannot control yourself. Mm-hmm. But I hope, you know, I feel like this year is going to be the last year when it comes to COVID. Fingers crossed. And um, I, I really hope we are going to go back to normal normal crowds, full capacity, cheering. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome, right? We went into kind of growing Joshi community before COVID. And now when people go back, you have a really big stardom, really popular stardom. TJPW is doing fantastic. All the Joshi promotions are being way more popular. Yeah, all the popular. Indians so, are getting love too. Yeah, so like when people get back, it's going to be a different thing. Way different experience than what you had like oh yeah kind of nearly three years ago right the amount of foreigners at shows is going to be incredible yeah that too so you know like when everything goes back to normal joshi is going to be much bigger much better than what it was mm-hmm. so that's exciting yeah it's going to be it's going to be fantastic when everything does get back to normal whenever that is and having you know Noah run Budokan multiple times a year, New Japan running more domes, uh, Stardom running Ryogoku. They're going to run the dome even... eventually. It's, it's We're almost there. Yeah, so like, just even imagine like even thinking about that a few years ago, that was like impossible. So Puro currently is like super exciting, even though it doesn't seem the brightest because of the, you know, the numbers of of audience but like that's because of COVID. Isn't uh, TJPW about to run Sumo Hall? Uh yeah, I think there are two, right? Yeah. In the next Shoko. month, right? Yeah. yeah. Where uh did what's the name of that DDT show? It's not Grand Princess. There you go. That's the name of the show. Yeah, and you have DDT too. Oh yeah. So like I don't know. I don't know. Even though things seem kind of black at the moment, yeah. I feel like when everything goes back to normal, it's going to be even much better than what it used to be. Oh, definitely. So like, we have a lot the, of things to look forward to, you know. At the beginning of COVID, everything seemed, seemed kind of bleak, wrestling, you know. Yeah. Wrestling being what it is, it didn't, the outlook for it in a pandemic didn't look good. But coming out of it, it's it's crazy how much wrestling has grown and how it's developed in the pandemic. That coming out of it, it's going to be a little weird. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, I went because I only watched New Japan. I went mm-hmm. around 100 days without wrestling, which sucked. It was terrible. But even though this pandemic limited us, 
I feel like it's it was a great like learning experience because companies had to adapt and be creative because it's easy to fall into that pattern when everything is the same and you just do everything you know by like based on pattern because of the COVID and everything messing it up you had to be creative to stand out you know to, to survive let's say and it's great because companies develop new stuff companies uh, started you know just evolving adapting and just overall growing in some aspect so it's even though yeah it's not great it happened and it sucks but i feel like you know overall pro- products that we have are much better now than before because companies had to just adjust and because they had to adjust they had to experiment you know and take risks and because of that it's much more interesting now yeah it's like a lot more eyes are on the smaller promotions like uh dragon gate and noah they got yeah, a lot more attention like, coming out of this than they had fantastic. before yeah. yeah it's easier now especially grow. with how uh easy wrestling universe makes it to keep up with like four or five different versions that they have on there and an amazing community that you have into on the internet right even if you want to watch some mm-hmm. small in the charge promotion there is most likely some guy who wrote some guide who has an english mm-hmm. translating account like it's not hard to get into it so like it's yeah. very exciting there's so many things everything is so accessible it's so easy yeah, you Easy can to find. simply go out there and tweet, hey, I like this wrestler. Tell me more about them. And someone, someone's going to reply to you. Yeah, someone is going to help you out. And mm-hmm. like, all the options that you cool. have. Really awesome. Like, even though I feel like, you know, this is going to be the last year of COVID. And then we're going to have a, I feel like. Hopefully, because Japanese uh, wrestling is going to go to book that flight as soon as it's over. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be super exciting. And. I hope you know now that more more American wrestlers can go go to Japan. We can have some three matches. You know, we have AW working with Cyberfight. Um, also, Dickinson versus um, Muda. You know, <laughs> super we, we lore matchup. Amazing lore. Like we can we can have a lot of more mm-hmm. great matches, or like even your favorites from New Japan Strong. Getting their matches, they'll, they'll be dope. Oh, it's gonna be great. I, I hope we, we get Eddie versus Akiyama. Be oh, I hope that happens at Cyber Fight. Does make it happen? Like uh, we're gonna sure. Once once the uh, the doors open, not not that door, but, but the actual <laughs> doors to the country open. There's gonna be a lot more excursions happening. A lot more people are gonna be going over. Yeah, it kind of really happening. Yeah. You know, it's, that's there's one thing that's gonna be weird though. It's gonna be weird seeing foreigners in stardom again. I mean, where they have tech class, so kind of. She's been there forever, though. Like, in, well, in Japan, yeah. I mean, like, she's yeah. been there for a long time. So it's not really. Well, we'll see who will be the foreigner her. who goes back. I think it's, it's going to be Tony. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tony. Pretty sure yeah. she wants to. I wouldn't be. Because people are still clamoring for uh, Sasha Banks to go over, which would be good. I'd like to see that. Uh, we'll I see mean, what she decides I, to do. I, I don't think that's her style, but. No, she's not. She's not stiff <laughs> like that. She's, she's really not stiff. She's just not right up. But you know, she can yeah. try herself. No one is against 
or try something and we see if it works if, if it works awesome if it doesn't oh at least she tried it you know mm -hmm. so oh. it's it's all of opportunities like i said yeah. it's super exciting and it is it is super exciting like i'm getting excited just thinking about everything the possibilities that can happen and what i like is you know in 2019 you had like that idea that you only need to be in New Japan if you want to actually mm. wrestle as a big name in Japan or actually like live from wrestling. But now it's a much different situation. Now companies grew so much, like Stardom grew exponentially, oh, wow. <laughs> insanely. Yeah. So it's like in in the pandemic, which is even crazier. In the, in the pandemic, yeah, Imagine what exactly. they'd be doing outside of it. And DDT was like DDT is still growing very well and then they partnered with noah and got them under cyber fight and noah was like dying for years you know and that that cyber fight took over and they are now having their like renaissance let's say you know mm -hmm. i'm happy for them they they deserve to be they deserve to have much more eyes on them and i'm happy that they are not dying and i don't have to worry about that and now zero one was struggling and noah took them uh took their people over to 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 you know pay them for that it's like it's it's great it's great to see that companies help out each other and you know it's that the scene is just healthy and growing that is that is not on the downside it's flourishing right now yeah a lot of big things are happening even like little little things every time something gets announced it's like oh man this is this keeps getting better and you and like you think about it like just a year ago i wouldn't even even think about this like it was unimaginable you'd be watching new japan strong right now funny how new japan strong started as a side thing because they couldn't run shows in america mm -hmm. and now it became such a fantastic weekly thing mm -hmm. it's a good show only strong mm -hmm. cards are strong no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> i mean you cannot really do wrong with that it's not long, so it's like what one hour? No, it's yeah, a, the hour long. It doesn't, you know, take much of her time, and it's not painful. They had that good story with uh, Chris Dickinson and Tom Lawler. That happened, and you, and New Japan keeps sending over their mm -hmm. roster members. So like Jay, and you had Juice, you had Finley, you had God. So it's like which are all still over here. Yeah, it's still over here. So like even Osprey had some points. So like they keep sending people. They had mm -hmm. Ishii, Suzuki. Yeah. So I think it's 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 a good thing. Osprey's still in the States, right? I believe. No, he is in I think he's in UK now. Oh, okay. Went back. Because like I know he was in Japan for Wrestle Kingdom. And I think now he's going back to UK. Oh yeah, he was in UK. He defended his Red Pro title. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know he was about what, two weeks ago he was wrestling Brian Cage at uh, warrior wrestling. I'm pretty sure he went back to UK because he defended his title recently. Wait, let me let me see. It's a cage match. When was it? Uh, well, I, I know that he defended his title. Wait, we lost Bray matches. Yeah, he was on 22nd of uh, January. He was warrior, and then 29th he was for Rev Pro High States. Okay. He's, he's doing his thing, right yeah, he's doing his thing right now. Yeah, he's doing his thing. All right. Um, 
now that our little tangent's over, we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Next up is GCW. Your favorite motion, isn't it? Wait, I I love the production quality and the professionalism of commentary team. My no, favorite thing. Notoriously known as a big American wrestling guy, aren't you? Blazely, man. I, I love, especially Fed. Fed is yeah, my favorite. We love New York over there. Yeah, we watched uh, GCW The World 2022. One of the few, uh, one time we got to watch a show together, actually. Mm, yeah. This was on, what, January? It was the 23rd. It was a Hammerstein ballroom, which was cool. They had it set up real cool. Stage. Uh, 2,000 people here, which is a big number. 2,000? Okay. Yeah, a, I mean, it seemed pretty packed, so... Yeah, there was standing room only. Nobody was sitting down. Well, no. They no. had the bleachers, right? Uh, they did, right? Yeah. This sure show was okay. <laughs> it had some good things and it had some very shitty things. Yeah, I would say typical GCW world. <laughs> yeah, we had the grab the brass ring ladder match, which was a mess. Uh, it was multiple uh, people almost died. It had like a bunch of people that are like all over the place so it's like uh, it, it was it was something i can really say that it was it had some cool spots but it was messy a lot of botches you know i don't know i don't know really what to say about it what was your opinion um oh, with jimmy lloyd it was jimmy lloyd whose neck got crushed on the pile driver, who was. or is it Jordan Oliver? I think it was Jordan Maybe. Oliver. I just noticed yeah. it was like right on the on the, on the ladder. I was like, PCL almost oh. uh, murdered him with the Packers pile driver. His neck, he went neck first into the ladder. I think it was back of the head. Uh yeah, it was rough. It looked really rough. Yeah, it was a really painful bump. PCO tried to die. On the chair. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, G-Raver doing something off the ladder and basically almost killing himself. Let's check that out. I think it's going to be on Botchamania. So he tried to go, like, go from the ladder. I, would, I think it was the side of the ring. And there was some ladder leaned onto the corner. And then there was like the dude laying. And then he tried to jump. But I think he got scared. So he just didn't jump. Just like went forward and then landed right on the ladder it, it was so funny we couldn't stop laughing yeah. remember he was trying to get Alex Cologne to stay on the was it the glass or was it another ladder or table really whatever he set up in between the chairs yeah. and then like he just kind of like fell yeah he, he just like yeah. he's like okay I'm going forward didn't, and then we had and then we had AJ Gray Having a worse time than Poi did. On the ladder. From the outside going in. Remember that one? Yeah, right. He was trying yeah. to do an elbow drop. And like he. You can tell he was scared out of his mind. 
Yeah. He didn't even make it off the ladder. Like his feet were still on the ladder as he was falling down. He was like, oh, no, this is not, not going to end well. Nope. No, I don't. It, it, it was, I mean, the match was a mess. If you wanted to see a ladder match full of, full of, uh, full of like, random stuff, funny spots, like just, just a mess of a match. You like this, just the fact that it's rated, yeah, four point eight on cage match. Tells you what we should know. Yeah, it was it was a mess. There's a reason why the Joshi wrestlers hold the ladder when they do things. Yeah, exactly. But AJ Gray ends up winning that. You know how much melts are rated? What he rated? Half a star. star. I (laughs) I gave it less credit than he did. Yeah, I mean it was it was almost not that short. It was like sixteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, AJ really? Gray ends up winning it, uh, recovering from his uh, near-death experience, which I think this guarantees him a world title match against John Mockley at some point. Well, who was the person who took that uh, bridged spot? If you can remember. Was it... There was like a bridged ladder, chairs, and table in the middle, I think. Something like that. I don't remember. Might have been G-Raver. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. That's really memorable match. Cannot cannot blame us, really. Uh, he is a champion. What championship does he have? Let me see this real fast. He's a GCW Extreme Champion, AJ Gray. And then we had. I guess he was supposed to face Drew or something. No, that's the Ultra Violent. Ultra. Ultra Violent is uh, Alex Blunt. Who, How many titles do they have? Quite a few, I actually. I what GCW said. So. They, they have the tag, the, those two, and the world. Okay. Um, next up was the best match on the card, the Lucha match. Easily. Easily. Yeah, Team Gringo, Ares, Demonic Flamita, and Gringo Loco versus Team Bandito, ASF Bandito, and Laredo Kid. 14 minutes, 9 seconds. Lots of fun Lucha action here. There was uh, one spot that broke our minds. Oh, yeah. He, like, the guy's on the top rope. And he yeah. does, like, a one-footed backflip off his chest into a moonsault to the outside. Which is, like, what? Like, you think the things Polly does with her body is crazy. That was incredible. I, I still don't know how someone can run towards the top rope. Uh, a drop kick. His partner bounced to the backflip and his partner also backflips it's like how do you people do this yeah because the guy he went off of backflip too yeah it's like wow it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the craziest spot hours like, oh, yeah, we, that broke our minds uh the ending got a little botched yeah yeah okay. he missed he didn't go for a moonsault did he like did like a turnaround splash yeah and he missed like and it didn't it didn't flow how they thought it would I mean, it was fine. It had some really dope yeah. spots. I think had, they had like a Canadian of the shoulders or something. Yeah, the Tower of Doom spot. Yeah, kind of. Oh yeah, it was the when they were playing chicken, and then off of the shoulders he did a destroyer. Yeah, which was crazy. It, it was really fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, fantastic match. I, I would, I would actually recommend to anyone who plans to watch this go watch this match. This match was. 
you cannot go wrong because take 14 15 minutes something like that yeah and 14 minutes Ringo Loco super, picks up the pinfall here like this 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 match was like actually really really fucking good and like really worth watching even though the show was a mess definitely was, was a mess we'll, I'm not we'll get more into the mess wrestling. later but next but up was, was go ahead recommended. yeah next up is the singles match of Blake Christian and Leo Rush which was another solid match they had a good they had a good chemistry but the kid was just good I yeah. had nothing really special to say about it. yeah it was good like it was serviceable it was serviceable Blake Christian still looks like a discount Buddy Matthews. Really? Like, they were really similar to him. It was funny. Does everything but the knee. Yeah, everything but the knee. Um, There was one spot that we popped for, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it the Suicida? I think it was Suicida. Yeah. Yeah. Decent match. Nothing, yeah. nothing that you should go out of your way to watch, to be honest. Yeah. And then we had this card <laughs> card crash of a match. Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green versus Joey Janela. First of all, Matt, how dare you say fuck me whole McFoley on your jacket? That's so rude. He's McFoley's such a nice guy. Why? He turned the whole much, internet against him with that one. Yeah. That's, that's so rude. Oh, when he came what? out, he uh, that dude was in his face and he spit beer on him. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. You fucking asshole. But, I mean, what? There are so many things to talk about this match. I don't even know what to say. It was like... Oh, yeah, this match had everything. Uh, first, it was uh, Marco Stunt, right? I think he came in late. Yeah, it was Hornswoggle. It, it had Hornswoggle, yeah. It had... Uh... Matt Cordona's wife Chelsea Green trying to turn on him, then she turned on, well, faked it and then turned yeah, on. Yeah, kicked. Uh, she kicked uh, Joey in the nut, and then kicked Matt in the nut. Wasn't like X Pac in this match. Uh, X Pac was at the end. Um, yeah. Who else came with that? Big boy came in. I don't know his name. Um, Sam Stackhouse. Stackhouse yeah. Um. um Kurt Hawkins with Brian uh, Myers came out, edge. did the edge spot yeah. from one night stand, the spear like and the this. motorcycle helmet. Yeah, that was that was actually the, the only cool thing about mm-hmm. the entire match. Um it has some cool spots, like there was a it, it, it had a, a bunch of everything. Uh, there was one unnecessary kick out, if I remember correctly. It was just they tried everything possible yeah. in this match. Basically, they Mike Cardona made it a WWE match, which so is basically the best heel thing he could have done. Let's say Matt Cardona and George Janela had the match that was booked by Cody Rhodes. Essentially, I can put. Yeah, this match is cool. And terrible. then uh, Xbox saves the day at the end. The only good thing also, yeah. So we might be getting uh, the Major Brothers, Matt Cardona and. Brian Myers versus X Pac and Joey Janela, which sounds crazy on paper. Sounds like, how did you it come up with this <laughs> universe mode booking right there? GCW, just GCW. Next up, we had Ruby Soho versus Ellie Catch. 
a skip. It was a match. Major skip. <laughs> it was. It, was it happened. Ruby Soho won with her kick thing. I don't know what you call it. The soul food. Yeah, don't, don't. I just, just get. And then next up, we had the match of the night. Double J <laughs> defeats Effie. So uh, I remember what we saw. Uh, uh, that. Uh, Jeff Jarrett stealing Kurt Angle's uh, shield attire isn't the only thing he's stolen from. <laughs> Taking he a dig like, at him marrying his ex-wife. He looked like... Oh, he looked good. He looked good. I mean, he looked good. He was in good shape, but mm-hmm. like he looked like Dean Ambrose. <laughs> oh, yeah. So better hair. Uh, this match was great because it's like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though match fucking sucked it was entertaining because Effie is like doing his thing he's doing her. Dino stuff he or her like, he or her I don't I'm like no I see Effie's a okay see, okay yeah I don't I don't want to say wrong I yeah. don't watch so um and Jeff Jarrett is like what am I doing here yeah, who's this super straight lace what, what does he do trying to wrestle and a match it, yeah it was funny. It was very funny from everything that was happening, and Jay was com- Double J was like completely um, not selling what was happening in the ring. It was it was a clusterfuck, but you love to like love to see it. it that, that is the point. Why it's funny because this was supposed to be terrible, and that's why it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recommend watching it. Because really, you can do much Watch better. it if you like Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, watch if you like. That was a guitar spot, right? In the end. Yeah, he hit him with the guitar at the end. The only thing that's worth watching. And I guess GCW tells you that you should always support Double J. Yeah, he's coming back. He's going to wrestle somebody, I think. I forgot who it was. Um, next up, I didn't catch too much of this one. It was the GCW World Title Match of John Moxley. Against Homicide, it could have been a lot better. They didn't really do too much, which I can't blame them, really. I wouldn't kill myself on this show, either. <laughs> John Moxley ends up winning. The, the match kind of just ends abruptly, so it was okay. But then we had the surprise of the night. Um, the Hate Club, Matt Tremont and Nick Gage with a surprise entrance for the GCW t- uh, tag title match against the Briscoe Brothers. Uh, this match was short. It same thing as the world title match. It just kind of ends. Nick Gage hits his move and then gets the pin. He's like, oh, that that's it. It tells you how awful the the, the show was when the main event is five minutes long. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they tried to get FTR, but FTR was like, nope, you're gonna come here. We're yeah, not doing it there. We're doing it over here. Also, gotta mention. That glowing girl, where he saw you. That's oh, the case you're listening. The girl with the fluorescent beanie. Yes, she was glowing. You could you could see her right next to everyone. Uh, but the Briscoes, they're uh, still the ROH Tag Team Champions, and they're going to be the first ROH Hall of Famers. So well big deserved. ups to them. Big ups to them. They've been there forever. They are Ring of Honor. You cannot really. Say they are not, you know, they were loyal to them always. Mm-hmm. They never went anywhere Cast. else. I mean, I hope when Ring of Honor comes back, they book them 
that would be kind of, I mean, they probably will, they're champions. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't know how, how it works, we'll see. It's it's in April, right? The, uh, yeah, the um, Supercard of Honor? Yeah. I mean, April. So, um, I'm sorry if you're a GCW fan, or if you're disappointed by how little we have to say about this show, but it was really not good. It yeah. Was it, it had the potential to be really good. Like I was really, yeah. I was really excited for uh, Homicide and Moxley, especially with Moxley coming back and looking refreshed and revitalized. Yeah, and I, like Lucha match was like okay, it's Signor Ladder match. They messed up, but like Lucha yeah, that match, ma- that match fun. woke you up. Like you can, because yeah. the ladder match was a mess. It was just a, a mess of things and then happening. You have, like Leo and Blake Christian, and you're like, okay, this is kind of getting big. Okay. It's picking up. It's getting yeah. good. And then you have Janela match, and you're like, hot crowd is really hot. Mm-hmm. GCW crowd, I guess. You're really into it, and then just goes downhill. It's yeah. Like, and then they put Ruby oof. Soho and Ellie Catch in like the worst oof. spot on the card for them. And the match was so weak. Yeah. It's just kind of just killed you, you know. And then, then before Mox in the match, you were just done with the show really you had nothing to give them i don't know was the, was the crowd into it i didn't watch that i was like oh they were there. they were was they're it? always hot for moxley oh that's fair. he didn't come out to um wild thing though he had a different song for it. copyright i guess more than likely that's fair they don't have the con bucks i mean at least they they had this you know they had to spend all the money on double j so that's probably what decision. it was. They could have just, they couldn't have him <laughs> do an acoustic cover. Now that is what we need, man. That that's what we need. Wow. What did we miss? Uh someone oh. was there. Uh oh yeah, at the beginning it was uh Chris Dickinson showed up to do a yeah, little speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there, yes. Yes, yes, yes. He was He's so fired up. Yeah, he was super fired up. He's uh, he almost back from injury. He had more passion than half of the rest of the show. And he wasn't even doing anything. He was just there yeah. as, a, as a guy. He was a fan. When is he coming back? Uh, a few months, I believe. He's almost like he's like his um, rehab is going quite well. Like he's on, he's ahead of schedule. So I just hope he doesn't rush back, you know. Yeah. Get well soon. Then, and then his wrestlers like to, to do that. We're like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling good enough. Like, no, 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 no. Relax. We can wait. Yeah, just take care of yourself. You know, yeah. health matters. But they're definitely stalling for some time during that uh, pre- pre-show promo because they had to get all the ladder match stuff set up. I mean, they, they, it's funny. <laughs> I just I imagine someone standing behind the camera going, stretch, stretch. <laughs> it's kind of stupid, right? Ladder match starts and you already, have, you already see first spot mm-hmm. ready and they're like okay i know now it's gonna be like a spot oh yeah like, we didn't talk about the thing that kind of made us upset the whole night the unnecessary what? camera cut oh yeah i always hate those american just, wrestling just stay on the just stay on the thing oh we had the the pre-match the pre-show battle up which is okay that too that I, happened I forgot that happened who won that, by the way? Hold on. Let me see. Who actually won that? Someone won that. Mm, do, 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 do. The kickoff show. Um, Big Vin. 
Okay. Thunder Rosa popped up though, which is cool. Yeah, right. Psycho Clown was there. I don't remember him doing much. Oh, we didn't talk about Grim Reefer doing a moonsault with a <laughs> with a joint in his mouth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was actually did. Perfect. Perfect. And he didn't drop it. Yep. And it wasn't even about camera cuts. So they had like this hard cam, but not hard cam, like on one of the balconies camera. Oh, um, it was that drone shot kind of looking thing. Not the drone shot, it's like a balcony shot, but it's like so far away, you don't see the rings, so it's like very useless. So it's like, but it's not moving, so it's static, but it's not hard camera. So it's like, here's a shot of arena. It's a very bad angle. Lights are going right to the camera. You barely see shit. You don't see shit. So like, enjoy it because we cut it every two minutes. So it's like production really bad like camera angle choices were yeah something which is disappointing because i really liked how they had it set up the stage yeah i mean and you look really good and mm -hmm. just look great for the experience of people there but yeah i'm sure being there was cool and then yeah i mean like, even though yeah. if show fucking sucks the energy is just in arena it's amazing so you're there kind of drunk you're having a good time you know oh yeah and a lot of people were definitely drunk. Oh yeah, they uh, at the end of the Cardona Janela match, they threw a bunch of trash in the ring. Uh, is that a typical thing they do? No, it was just because the whole the hell is overbooked, and they oh, they don't like Cardona. I, I mean, he's a mark. He's the heel. He's the he's the the, the anti the biggest villain they have, you know. Also, if you're going to check this out for the first time, uh, commentary can be a little rough on the ears. All the time. It, it doesn't get better. No. They need to give us an option without commentary. That'd the, be great. Who did they bring in for this one? They brought in uh, the guy from... The uh, yeah, Ain't Rickaboni. They brought him in. Which is a little it, bit... Which is a step up from what they had. It, 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 was, a, it was a really... Um, how can I say it? Uh, it, it was so not working well, like no yeah. chemistry, complete can, contrast. It, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's a complete contrast. Castle is like professional. Yeah, like he's trying to do play-by-play -play stuff and, you know, actually yeah. call the matches. And the guy's just trying to be the hype man. I don't know. It's, it was just, I hear a professional guy and then like the other guy's just looking squares. It's kind yeah. of like the podcast. This beep, like beep, bleep, 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 moonsault. I mean, it reminds me of our podcast. Like, you're trying to talk about a match. I'm like, just fuck this guy. It's like, <laughs> Essentially. Probably. I remember there's one episode There's one episode that starts, and I say, like, the F word, like, four times. <laughs> before the before you start talking about anything. That's beautiful. Amazing. Trying to get better. All I mean, right, that was. Same. Go ahead. I just said same. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my bad. Uh, that was GCW. Uh, I didn't think we'd talk about that much, but it was it was a fun experience. We got to watch it together, and that's really what made it for us. I need to start drinking. That, that's the, that's the point I took from this show. I'll help you out there. 
All right. So that was GCW The World. And we'll be back with Noah and TJPW. It's Noah time. Take it away, Storm. So we have uh, three shows. Well, we'll just cover main stuff from them. And Noah has been kind of turbulent lately, if I can say that way. So the first thing is we have Noah the Bumper Prop 2022. The show is some show name is something from 16th of January and there we had our main event Nakajima versus Masaki Tamiya as uh, their uh, let's say rematch kind of they had a match in Age War 2021 where Masa made Nakajima cut his hair after he was done with him and that was last year I swear that was like 2019 man dude Oh my god. <laughs> that was last year. And so time is a flat uh, circle. Ruler. So uh Masa pinned Nakajima in a tag match and he demanded a title shot. So this was a chance for Nakajima getting his payback for the humiliation and he didn't want to look back to it. It was very humiliating. So this match was I would say kind of what I expected, not for on the level of cage war in the I would say like uh overall uh violence, but it was very stiff as you can expect from these guys. Mm-hmm. They had like some really good moments. Uh that diamond bomb he hit him with was oof. Oh of course. I mean he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get him up there. Massa was working on Nakajima's legs to, you know, neutralize the kicks, which is a smart idea. And he even hit the, is it called like knee breaker when he got him on the apron? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're always called, to be honest. It's like, very, oh, very he did the, uh, yeah, I know what you thought. The, it's like on the, the knee breaker, but he did it on the, instead of dropping him on the, on his knee, he dropped him on the apron. Yeah. yeah. And um, at one point, Masa just straight up. Boom, stiff punches Nakajima in the mouth, which was super loud. And my, honestly, the best moment I remember is just random, but like at one point, Nakajima stiffs Masa with knee right in the face, ducks the lariat because Masa just looks up and kicks him in the face. That first knee strike is so loud and was straight in the face. It's like, just like MMA hits. I was like shocked that Masa just you no know, sold it. And rare thing that Nakajima doesn't really hit that much. Nakajima had hit like a PK, but to the face, to the side of the face of Masa. And Masa just fucking takes it, just mm-hmm. straight to the just fucking takes it. Bunch of bunch of kicks. Super stiff. No headbutts, by the way. We had them, we had four of them. The steel cage here is zero, zero, which something. So I'm trying to think. There's a, recently there was a big headbutt we heard. Remember? Mm, recently there's a big headbutt. It was, was super it? loud. Remember? Really, like, here's I like think, I think it. I think I think that's in the match that we're gonna cover. Uh, oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So 
Um, Nakajima survives uh, Saito suplexes combo Masa that he lost to last in the cage war mm-hmm. and defeats him with the vertical spike. Uh, Masa kicked out of Diamond Bomb. Super good match, honestly. Like I said, not mm-hmm. as well. Except the long too. It was it was uh, twenty eight minutes, so yeah. sounds it didn't feel like it. Sounds long. It's really not. It's very fun. You are really just stiffing the fuck out of each other. That's the one word that can describe this magic. Yeah. So if you like stiff stuff, go watch this match. It's really, I mean, Kojima and Master just don't miss. So I really recommend it. And next challenger. Ooh, or... Wait, before that, you know what this means for them, for these two, right? What? They're one up on each other. Gonna be a rematch. Uh, I mean, yeah. if, you, if we don't count previous matches, that's that's a well in this current saga, they're one one. Yeah, it's current saga. Yeah. Um. So, well, who we got to challenge? Nakajima was Fujita with a very Fujita with the jeans on, looking like he makes one hell of a barbecue. No shirt, just jeans. no shirt. Oh, All sure. he was missing was some with some flip flops and a Miller Light. He looked like a Smurf. I'm not gonna lie, was... <laughs> he's too wide. That's what it is. <laughs> it's so so weird. Mm-hmm. And like he he just had like this really odd blank expression the whole time. Yeah, like he like wanted to smile, but he wasn't going to. That's what he looked like. And he was just staring at the belt. So like people even made it on Twitter. It was weird. It was like, I don't know, the current tension, funny stuff. So, what do you think? 40 minutes stare down, 15 minutes stare down this time? I give it at most at most 10 minutes because Nakajima's going to just kick him. <laughs> He's not going to do things. He's going to be like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's possible. We'll see. I mean, people are not that happy. I can see why, but I think they can have a good match. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be if just remember what yeah. he did to Go Shizaki in that stare down match. Yeah. He punted his head so hard. No, no, no spitting. You know the that's the spot. This affection. It, with, with, no. What what effect does uh hand sanitizer have? You know we have the black mist, we have the red mist, we have the green mist. What does hand sanitizer do? Seems like it makes your shirts disappear, so you need to show up only in jeans. Nice to try that. <laughs> you wouldn't lose so much. <laughs> take off the shirt, Nice. Yeah, take off the jeans. But yeah, I, I, I feel like it's going to be good, so nothing bad there. Oh no, so, it's going to be good. Next show is Higher Ground Day 1 from 22nd of January. We had in main event Kano versus Funaki. It was like a smaller show, I think, because of the venue. It was like some small venue. It was Corgan. No, it was uh, Edion Arena Osaka. Corgan, what? Oh, Osaka. I have the other one pulled up. Yeah. Corgan was the next show. So, Edion Arena. Wait, they pulled Funaki. more at Edion than they did at Corgan. Interesting. I, I guess, I guess. I think Cora can still run restrictions, though. Yeah. And 
this match base start. They're about to get warmed up. Funaki gets Kano in the sleeper hold. Kano taps. Under four minutes in. Which is what? It was like, I remember like sitting right there and I'm like, match is starting on prepared to gift. And I'm like, oh, guess I'm not giving her anything. Um, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's a shock factor, truly, but that's not a shock factor. The shock factor is Funaki leaves M's Alliance and he's becoming a member of Congo. Which is what the fuck? And Super then there's an interesting thing. Weird. Everyone is happy, right? Except one guy. And one guy who is not sure about the handshake. The and world like heavyweight champion. Yes. And then there is more issues. So they go backstage, right? They will pose. Funaki's in the middle. Nakajima's not even posing with them. Interesting. Mm-mm. He's just standing there so, behind them. So they go backstage. And Keno says the strongest uh, I think he says strongest wrestler in pro wrestling or something about Funaki. And then there's Nakajima. Like everyone is normal. And Nakajima is standing in the background just unhappy and you can see him clenching right like just clenching his fist and he's like not happy right so that's an interesting sign right Kano didn't call the champion the strongest the strongest in pro wrestling but Funaki and everyone besides Nakajima was happy you know what it is actually it just dawned on me you think so I Remember, they had their match, right? The title mm-hmm. versus title. Nobody mm-hmm. won. Yeah. So, Nakajima didn't beat Keno. Funaki did. Ooh. That's why he called him the strongest. Maybe. I mean, you have a point, but Nakajima yeah. defeated him in the tournament. So, Keno made the long term memory, but that's interesting. You know, Kongo yeah. might be. Might be a little, um, uh, little civil war going on. Maybe I can maybe. see when Nakajima gets you know when they have when he has a match with Funaki hitting them extra hard. Yeah, and Funaki's a big big lad. He's no little little man. Yeah, and you'll see, um, and you'll see like the interesting thing is when he gets his new attire, right? Mm-hmm. He looks he looks so so weird. He's like it's like a fifty year old teenager. Yeah, I do it the cool kids. It's, it's a cool attire, just something like that. But yeah, this was decision, odd. shocking. I like it, and I see it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I want Kendo to have a longer reign, but Funaki is not a bad choice. No. Um, this comes right off of them losing a member, didn't they? Um, they, they, yeah, they lost a member, one of the juniors, and I cannot remember. Oh god, wait. I need to uh who was it? What was it the show? Was it this one in the beginning? Or was it was it the show before with 
I'm trying to remember which show. I know I missed something. Uh, wait. Uh, uh okay. Oh, it was so Hal, wasn't Hal, it? Uh, yeah, he, he Hal left the the Congo. It was 16th. That was that was Sendai. Yeah, Hal left on Sendai. Invading Sendai girls territory, I see. <laughs> so yeah, one one out, one in. No, no problem. And now we go to higher ground, pack two, or day two, 27th of January. Here we watch the main event, Go Shizaki versus, versus Takashi Sugira. You watched this with me? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. It was stiff, to say the least. Just like the last match. Super, super stiff. See spit, um, you see spit flying. You see hamburger meat chests. You have you you've seen Go's uh, throat having a small bruised part. Oh yeah, he um, uh, was it uh was oh, this from his chop right? Um, uh, no elbow strikes. Oh yeah, his forearms. He yeah, catching him really really solid with his forearms. Um, so like. This match was Sugi and Go do not miss really. That's just how it is. They went took them a bit to get started, but you know, it, when they get into it, it's just a chalk fast, super loud, forearm mm-hmm. strikes, lariats, whatever right. you want. It was someone who likes to. This match is literally just two old dudes beating each other up. Yeah. And your headbutt that you mentioned. <laughs> I mean, disgusting sound. I don't like headbutts. Please no, stop. They're just that. It's your brain. Stop doing that. And the finish was kind of shocking, right? Out of nowhere, Sugi puts Shozaki in a sleeper hole and he just loses. Much like the previous match, just loses. Because he's yeah, on his redemption true. tour, isn't it? Like the whole thing he's yeah, doing he- right now. Yeah, to get back to the title shot, and then Suki tells that he wasn't satisfied with this because this wasn't the, you know, this wasn't the Go Shuzaki that he knows, and that you know that he just wasn't satisfied with this victory. Which you, I think could see you, you. This didn't feel like Go Shuzaki, you know, the champion one. He felt weaker, and mm-hmm. I like that they're playing into this redemption story while Nakajima is being on top it's it's a good way to kind of shuffle everything how it's going and keep the things interesting so you know that you have something going on for your top guy without him being lost into undercut mid mid car whatever it's it's a good way i like what they're doing and plus he's facing big guys you know all the all the major guys in noah so you still get big matches and good booking and that like Super fun match. I like where Noah is going there. Really interesting. That's why mm-hmm. I covered that mostly because I mostly watch only Noah and um, at the moment. So interesting stuff going on. You know, we'll see how Congo, where he's going, Nakajima versus Fujita. Tell us how long the stare down is going to be. We'll see. And we'll see how it goes for Go Shizaki. Oh, yeah. Uh... Super crazy is on this card, by the way. Uh, who? Super crazy. 
Oh yeah, he's pretty random tag. He's with the uh, Lost Pero. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Ata is also having his fun after he was kicked out of Red. So here is also he's not liked. Fun stuff happening yeah. here when that's with, a good when stuff going on. I need, I need, to, I need to check out more Dragon Gate. I'm so behind, and like so yeah, many turns to catch up on. So many stuff. A lot of stuff happened with Masquerade. Yes, that was <laughs> a whole saga right there. I feel like there is always something going on in Dragon Gate. Like Chun Skywalker was off his shit. Dude, you miss one show, you feel like you missed like five years. Miss a whole season. Yeah, <laughs> terribly hard to, to keep up with Dragon Gate. And I, I love how no one gets it, right? I see people here like, no one gets Dragon Gate, and they still love it. Like, I don't understand, and I love it, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. a, you know, like that Patrick. I don't know, what's, like, me, I don't know what's going on, but I'm intrigued. Yes. You know, really like Patrick and Spongebob meme, you know? He doesn't understand what's going on, but he loves it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what that, that ties, you know what I said? For is so much fun at the moment that... Mm-hmm. Everything is so fantastic. You just, you will just find something to enjoy, you know? Definitely, there's something for everybody here. By the way, as we are recording this, I'll, I'll, I'll give you people good news unrelated to Noah. I just, I just seen this. Saray is back and she's no longer, no longer a girl. So rejoice, people. Have- so you have no reason to be angry on Twitter now. She's not a Japanese schoolgirl. She's I can't imagine how that how much backlash they got for that. I mean, they figured out that the stereotypes don't work. So I just read this. You'll you'll be fine, people. World is not burning. It's all good. But can we get her a match? That's not on two oh five live. Oh two oh five live, please no. All right. Let's quickly move over to TJPW. Uh, I, uh, you and myself both have uh, unfortunately not have been keeping up with the string of shows that have been going on for TJPW. But the finals of the Max Heart is set. It will be the Bakuretsu sisters taking on Daydream, which feels like a, a dream because you go back to the first episode, I spent a whole hour talking about this one matchup because they wrestled two or three times for the Tag both? No, two times. Once we're daydream defending against them, and once we're the Rockets is one at the WrestleFront. I'm pretty sure that Takagi listened to the first episode. He's like, "Damn, this guy loves this matchup. I'll give them. I'll give him that for finals." It's like <laughs> full circle, full circle every full time. Circle, it is going to be good. Feels nostalgic to me. I think honestly, they're going to give Notoko the send off. By winning this and possibly having the tag titles before she leaves to go do her farm stuff. I mean, you know, tag matches in TJPW really, mm-hmm. really can go wrong with that area. Super they, fun. They don't have a lot of set tag teams, but the ones they do have are all good. You have yes, you have the Sugar Rabbits. You have One Two Million, Daydream, Bakuretsu Sisters. Venue. Uh, now we have Neo free Wi-Fi. Neo Don't forget my Neo Bishkikun. Come on. They're not there right now. 
I forgot. How dare you? I thought she was going to bring a new mate, but no. I mean, I don't care. I just want to see Sakisama. That's all I want. She'll be back. Don't worry. She's yes. busy in France right now. Understandable. She has more stuff to do. I, I don't understand how aristocracy works, but I'm pretty sure that she's busy. Maybe she'll bring um, Yukio. Was it Saint Laurent? Yeah, her doctor. Mm-hmm. Acupuncture extraordinaire. But yeah, the the finals of the Max Heart set, and we still have Shoko and Miyu coming up. So those are guaranteed to be fantastic matches. Oh, and we recently got. To move on in the Max Heart, Kamiyu picked up a pinfall victory against the International Princess Champion, um, Maki Ita. So that got her a title shot against Maki. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And they had a uh, press conference promo where, unfortunately, Maki's English betrayed her and she said, I'm going to piss on you. What? Yeah, that's what she said. What? Yeah, Kamiyu told her, you may be the cutest in the world, but I'm the coolest in the world. And Maki grabs the mic and goes, what? I'm going to piss on you. Okay. I'm just, I'm just waiting for, for Maki to be like, to flip her off. And then Kamiyu's like, it's a penis. No, it's not penis. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's going to be, be good. Both the chemistry is going to be great. Which is It's so funny though, because like, like two months ago, they were besties. Now they're at each other's throat. Yes. Funny I mean, how wrestling how we, works, right? That's how friendships work, yeah. I mean, it's a WrestleMania season that's when friendship, friendships break up, right? You have a point. Yep. That's how it works. When are, uh, when are RKO, RK Bro going to break up? Um, you know, what's funny. Uh, they were planning to break them off of WrestleMania, but now they're so over, so they're now planning to involve WWE title for that. So they want to still keep them around for a bit. Don't do that to Bobby Lashley. I I know how they're gonna break up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Riddle's gonna be like trendy that yo bro, I found this amazing bee that has an RQ and she's better than you, bro. And then Randy's gonna be jealous. I saw you studying the <laughs> season mate tape. Yes, I did my job. I'm telling you, Susan is going to be the reason. She has a fun match coming up too against Yuki Arai. Should um, be good. I know what we're talking about Arai facing pillars, but Suzume isn't one yet. Takagi, she's the sixth pillar. It's 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 foreshadowing. Come mm-hmm. on, Takagi, chill. We're almost there. Remember, two two of them are coming over in uh, March. So much no May. They're coming over in May for the uh, prestige show. Ma- me, you, okay. and Maki are both coming over. Uh, yeah, me and Maki, yeah. Yeah, that was Noah and TJPW, and we'll be back with Stardom. Stardom time. We got a lot to talk about here. Lots of little little things happening in Stardom. Their uh, Corican shows have been, you know, developing a lot. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But right now we're going to start with, excuse me, Stardom Nagoya's Supreme Fight, which was on 129.22. It drew 1306 
according to Cage Match. Let's get into the part. Omo Kogo, big match Momo, <laughs> beating all of Odotai four to one. Picking up the victory. So that means that Odotai, outside of SLK and Momo, were just useless. Bunch of bums. I mean, except Saki and Death, because they just don't care. They just smoke. You got a chain smoking clown, a mom, and two teenagers. Yeah, pretty much Odotai. And then next up, future match. Hanan defeats Lady C V1 for Hanan. It's gonna be uh it's fun, it's fun seeing Hanan get the more big matches like this. It's a future match that was short, but still, you know, Hanan in singles. I'm happy to see it. Lady C always trying her best. She'll get there. One day. One day. Next up, this wait, match. Wait, wait. Go ahead. You miss the challenger. Oh yeah. For the future. For the future belt. Momokogo comes out and challenges Hanan for the belt. So And now I need to mention just the path to Momo. She's been for how long in Stardom? For a month or something? Just about. So in a month, Momo Kogo so and she went from um joining, uh rejecting well, Cosmic Angels. No, no, getting the getting to know the uh, Saya's secret, maybe. Uh, rejecting Cosmic Angel, joining Stars, Mayu, uh, not managing to spell her surname right. You couldn't say it. She said Momokoko. <laughs> and then she beat Odotai by herself, and then she challenged for the title on the same show for her. What a lord. Like, how do you do that? Momo, we're just watching the path of Momo real at this point. Who can stop the path of Momo? All right. We'll have to find out. Next up, Big Tag, The Grudge, Oedotai, Momo, Momo Kid, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kid defeat Queen's Quest, Azumi, and Utami. Uh, this match. It uh, progressed uh, the stories a little bit. Uh, AZM, Azumi got a receipt against Momo, punted her in the face. Uh, AZ Tommy hit a 3D, which is always fun. I love watching uh, Josie 3Ds. Happens quite frequently. And Momo could hit their new move. It's like a pendulum Uranagi. They basically. Thank God it was a magic killer. <laughs> when they put her up, I, I that's what I thought. I was like, oh, yes. They're going to do it. Where's, where's my beer? Same. But Thank no, it wasn't that. But they got some torque on that one. They spun Izumi. That's because she's short. Poor I'm, I'm not sure they can do it on anyone else. Poor Izumi, always getting beat up. Um, and then uh, the Starlight Kid wins with a the Spanish fly from the top rope. Um, Izumi eating another pin, losing again. I mean, they need to protect you, Tommy. Which is understandable. I can see why they have the big match. That is the big match for them right now. Is uh, Momo and Utami, and they they were right to save it off because if this would happen here, it would have kind of just been like, well, what do we do now? They did it just so that they don't have to do another draw, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but kid pinning Azumi, 
which she didn't do in the last match, the three-way. She pinned uh, Koguma. Koguma. So, yeah, this match, um, after the match, uh, I'm noticing a little thing here. A L- yeah. little, um, I don't say foreshadowing, but like, mm-hmm. it's, it's familiar. Remember with uh, Momo, how Queen's Quest kept failing her, right? Yep. Starting to feel like they're starting to fail Izumi. She got punted with the wrench. Now she's she lost again with Utami, who was just the world champion. So, I mean, to be fair, Kyuki is kind of in shambles right now. They cannot protect themselves, let alone Azumi. The only one world right now, well, Lady C just got there. Sai Kamatani is doing her own thing. It's really just. Azumi and Utami, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, there could be a little, you know, little room there for Azumi to rethink things. Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, it's not that just the member left, it's the leader left, and there is no one leading at the moment, so it's confusing mess, you know? Azumi's the de facto leader, she's been there the longest. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they are Figuring it out. Yeah. Maybe Zoom will figure it out without them. Who knows? Or maybe she uh, jumps ship to join her former comrade. We'll see. Remember, we'll see. I don't know if you're around for it, but Higetu was always trying to get Azumi Tsuo at that time. Yeah, they were like, she was paying her, so they're mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, they, she paid her the whole, like, when they were do like, a backstage stuff, she would pay yeah. Azumi to record it. Smart. Smart Azumi. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, if I did, I offered Momo all the sweets, and if they it was rice, offer, the rice balls, yeah. and if they offer Azumi money, I mean, they don't they call would. her AZ money for no reason, yeah. So, yeah, they can have no plan, right? I mean, if they chill on cigarettes and save some money, they can get the Zoomy, they gotta cut, <laughs> gotta cut Fugigan yeah. off. Yeah, at the, at the end of this match, uh, Momo continues to get under Yutami's skin, basically calling her, you, you fucking loser. <laughs> I mean, she ain't wrong. No, she's not. Um, Azumi, uh, not Azumi, Yutami had enough finally and attacked uh, Momo. She's still crawling under her skin, basically telling her, what happened to you? What happened to you after, the, after you lost the belt? Yutami's not Yutami, right? I mean, she's lost. Like she lost her close friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Lost her friend, the person that lost brought her, her in idea. to um, Queen's Quest, and she lost her belt. We still, Momo still hasn't given an answer. By the way, a definitive answer to them why she did it. And didn't she say that? Well, she said she was tired were... of carrying them. Like, yeah. But that's enough you need. But why? Details. Maybe her back hurts. Oh, I'll explain it. And rice will fix everything. Let her eat. Yes, let her eat and be happy. Yeah, lots of lots of progression happened in that tag match. Next up. Also, I would I would also replace Azumi for Saki. Just saying. 
with uh, Kashima? Yes. They, but they have Lady C. They have a team mom. Oh, she left before Lady C. Saki Lady wasn't C started. joined too late. If Lady <laughs> C had joined before, then things would have been different. But bad timing. She's, she was destined to be Queen's Quest. Yes, she was. Now Zumi's super short next to everyone. Mm-hmm. She is small ZM. Next up, Thekla versus Lena Shirakawa for the SWA United World's Women's Champion. Yep. Excuse me. You enjoyed this <laughs> quite a bit, didn't you? Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, Thekla looked interesting. She did the spider thingy. We watched her nice ribbon on the Patreon. So I was like, um, let's see, right? She looks interesting, much more interesting than Mirai, to be honest. And we have Mina, who is like the most charismatic person on the roster, really. Just, you know how I told you that, in my opinion, Stardom lacks characters, like really defining ones. Mina is the exception to the rule. She's just so entertaining. Her entrance suddenly so, so she knows she's like sexy tighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope Sam isn't dying when he listens to this. <laughs> so her Titan Sean as she enters is like the photo of her boobs and then like spider crawling down. And then mm-hmm. there's a drawing of her doing her pose, and I'm like laughing so hard because it's so stupid. I love it. And then like switches to Mina doing her pose on the entrance ramp. They're like, okay. And then the ma- as match starts, uh, Tekla is standing on the top rope. <laughs> and then he's like, wants to do a handshake. And then they do a handshake there. And then like, Tekla just jumps. And he's like, okay. Mina's unfazed what? by that, by the way. Yeah, completely normal. And Tekla absolutely amazed me in this match. She's so smooth in the ring. She's like doing all the crazy things. I haven't seen this in Ice Women. Like she pushes ropes. She catches herself. She's like hanging like a spider there. Um, and my favorite part is right. Tekla is from Austria. And Mina is, you know, Japanese. So Tekla is talking shit. In Japanese, and Mina is talking shit in English. It's so funny. I love that dynamic, by the way. So Mina is outside the ring. She's like, Tekla is like telling her in Japanese, get in. And then, and then like, Mina's like, no, outside. I like outside. <laughs> Super fun. A lot of great, like, great sequences. A lot of taunting. These uh, two work well together. Nets a nat- natural fit. She has like some spinning, spinning, I don't even know how you call it. It's like, like the package, but she spins you there and slaps you. It's just so cool. Mm-hmm. She has like that spinning DDT as finisher. It's like so a did... Blade Runner, but double underhook DDT style. Yeah. Super cool. And then I love like when Mina loses, she like, there's some random thing like opens her, opens up her eye and then like. She gives her the. She pulls her eye open and sticks her tongue out at her. Yeah, sticks her tongue out. 
He's slotting in really nice to uh, yeah. start him. I almost said I She's really <laughs> <laughs> Nearly. I think he's the episode. Um, she's been becoming one of my favorites, really. She's so good. And honestly, it was my match of the night. It's not the best match, but I had so much fun watching this. You were the most entertained. Yes. I hope yeah. Sammy highlights this. I think you will. Next up, Goddess of Stardom title match. FWC, Hazuki, and Koguma defend against Donna Del Mondo's Himika and Mika. This this match was good. Let's wait till the tracks. It was 13 minutes. Uh, not much to say here. They they I did their thing. Lariat from Himika. Himika took Koguma Koguma's head off. Backflip, yeah. right? Uh, she she nearly hit her head, and then she barely managed to spin the backflip. Yeah. Uh. The finish was Himika got distracted and Koguma rolled her up, right? No, it was actually after after Lariat, she goes to uh, pin her and then gets rolled up and then she kicks out, SRF says three, and then she attacks the referee. Mm-hmm. And then Micah had to pull her back. But the start of this match, Himika, not Himika, Micah. Yes. Gets tranced by the bear. She's trying to do. No, actually. I think it was Himeka first because Mike is like starting it and then Himeka's already trance. No, uh, Kogumo was doing it and then Himeka did it. And that's what spurred Micah to do it. And then Micah goes yeah. over to uh, Kazuki and tries to get her to do it. But she, she wasn't having any of it. And then she rolls her up. She just turned around. Yeah, she schoolboys her after that. Bears are tough, man. Really shady. Shady beans. We'll get more into that in a little bit. Next up. Every time. Sayakamatani defends the Wonder of Stardom Championship against Unagi Sayaka. This match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You enjoyed it a lot. I definitely do. All the size matches. But, gotta, you know, gotta criticize a little bit. As as good as it was. Wait, wait, wait. I need any info, we need to tell people two things. First, Yunagi had a sword, and second, you need to tell them the face paint combination. Okay, so yeah, Yunagi brought out the sword, so big, big net, big match eels on the way. Eel runners yes. here, and then her face paint combination was red, yellow, and purple. Thank you. Always important. Different face yes. paints mean different things. Saya coming out looking like a million dollars, like she always does. Uh, this match kind of happened how I thought it would. It's kind of slow a little bit. Um, I didn't think Yunagi could match Kamatani's face, but the match does pick up after uh, an apron blade runner to the floor. Literally just spikes Saya right on her face. But what did I write down? Um, 
match just kind of suffered because uh, still pretty new, both of them. Not in a long time. I think Sai Kamatani is a, a two years or a little under. He's not hasn't been wrestling for too long. Yunagi, same thing. Neither of them are quite ring generals yet. Saya got to flex her strength there. She did a couple reversals that like required a ton of core strength. She uh, did her schoolboy, her rolling schoolboy uh, backdrop. Always love, looking clean. I love that. And, you know, Yunagi's a little bit bigger than some of the other girls, so just deadlifting her like that, she's a lot of strength. She's, she's quite thin, though, so she's not yeah. that heavy, but still impressive. And then uh, Yunagi hit the her Made in Japan pretzel driver thing. Nansaya didn't drop on her head, thankfully. And then Saya reverses another attempt from it into like basically like deadlifts her into the Star Crusher. And then because when when Yunagi hit the uh, it's called the Taiga de Ata. When she hit it. I did like that. That two point nine was literally like the ref's hand was literally like right above the floor. I remember you were like going crazy for it. You said your heart sank. Yeah, it did because I just I saw one, two, and then like his hand barely stopped, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was really into his like just, just like when she won the belt. Yeah. Oh, when she won the belt, you were, oh god, I was ecstatic. Calm down. Um. And then she, uh, Yunagi kicks out of the Star Crusher. Saya then sets her up for the Phoenix Splash. Hits it and wins. V1 for Saya. It was a very rough uh, Phoenix Splash. It was like knees first. Oh yeah, she landed right on her, like I think, no, straight chest, right? Double chest? Yeah. Her knees, she overshot a little bit and landed right on her chest. Yeah. And Yunagi hit like the Blade Runner from the upper from like, uh, yeah, the pro like yeah, uh, rope hung. Yeah, rope hung. It looked really deadly, really painful. Uh-huh. I think it looked it, worse because Sai is tall. Yeah, that's that's the thing. She's not that short. Also, that the DDT on the outside also because she's tall. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this match was good. Uh, it was a little slow at first, but it picked yeah. once it once it picked up after that Blade Runner on the outside. It doesn't stop. Yeah, it just doesn't stop. Oh, they're hitting bombs at the end. Uh, yeah, that was that. That match was 18 minutes, 47 seconds. Really good. Next up, uh, a match that's going to end up on a lot of people's match of the year card: Julia versus Mayu Watani. One uh, World Starting Championship number one contender match. Uh, Tam was supposed to be here, but her Waka and Mai all had to pull out from the show due to poor health which would have changed the opener. It would have been Team Acros Girls of Momo, Mai, and Waka against Oedotai. I wondered how Mina and Dunagi were fine, though. We probably did someone they knew, you know? I think it might have been someone Maybe. they were in had contact with. Yeah. I, I hope they're yeah. going to be, you know, rather be safe than sorry. Soon because yeah. they also missed recent side of the show. I'd rather than be safe than sorry. 
Yeah, of course. This match went to a 30-minute time limit draw. Great match. Uh, it was a little weird. I did the the stuff on the outside kind of took too long. Also, Julia literally hitting Maya. What what did she use to hit her with? I I don't know what the fuck that was. Oh, she's like I, hit her over the head, right? At the yeah. When Maya went to dodge, she hit her with something. Like, was it a literally? Chair? It wasn't a chair, it was something kind of ten. I don't know why, I, I, I just couldn't. Yeah. But like, it was in view of the referee, and he does nothing, and that's still kind of inside the ring. It's not, I don't know, like, okay, maybe it's outside the ring, that doesn't count, but like, they're literally fighting outside, and Joga just pushes oh, the Oh, didn't Julia and... hit her with a chair too, yeah. with the suicide? I, was that a chair? I don't think that was a chair. Yeah, she just put she put it up, and then Mayu dove right through it. Oh, okay. Her head went chair? through it. On the like when she went to do the suicide dive. Oh, that was the first, and she hits yeah. her. Okay, okay. And she puts it. She just puts it up, and yeah. Mayu's like, head just goes right through. Okay, so like they'll go with that one. It's like, well, she's on the outside. Maybe it's not the cute, but then like referee goes outside. And then she pushes the free down oh, yeah. and jumps over him for a drop kick. And it's like, now we're really, really pushing this. It's really forced. It's just, eh. That yeah. was a sweet drop kick. That was a sweet drop kick. Just very forced. Same with the power driver and the uh, neckbreaker spot. Really forced stuff. That's what hurt it for me. Yeah. Um, Julia does attempt to Saido Mayu on the floor. Which would have, Mayu would have died on that. I don't think she was. She has a rubber neck. She would have just bounced like a ball and landed on her feet. Yeah, now, this match is good. Uh, Julia did get uh, Hardwood. Uh, yeah, because when Mayu went for the moonsault, she I watched it again. She landed on her side of the jaw and hit her with the with the leg and was mm. cut her right wire in the chin. This show was really no flight zone. Every every play mm-hmm. was wrong. Yeah, because like they get up and you see Julia's just from her ear to her yeah. neck just dripping, and then you look at Mayu and like her legs are covered in blood, and it's like oh. Snap. Also, when it comes to Mayu, she had uh, on her knee pad uh, her dog. That's like how's it called? Pochi something. Pochi. Pochi. Okay, uh, and it was on her right right knee. Cute stuff, Cute. Really. And she so, had a, a fox mask this time. No, uh, tiger mask. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, the nine. And I mean, this match overall was insane with some spots. Mayu had insane kicks, super loud, like super kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they were really going at the end. They were trying to put each other away. Even, even with one point with German suplexing each other, it was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. But for me, what hurt it from being fantastic was inconsistent selling because they worked on Mayu's arm in the beginning and then later on the neck of Julia. But it was very inconsistent and forcing the thoughts just kind of hurt it for me. But overall it's a really really good match and something from this show next to maybe Saya, Yunagi and 
Decline Mina, you should really check out. And of course, main event. This match, I think, like, if you just go only for the match quality, this is the match you should watch. Mm-hmm. Super fun. They just ran out of time. And um, show respect at the end, too. They shook each other's hand. And uh, Mayu asked to fight on the second night. So Julia is fighting the first one. They both get the... Oh, the that's, what, that's what Rossi said. Yes. I didn't have translation for that. So that's what Rossi said. They're both going to get the shots anyway. Mm-hmm. Boo. So that ruins my plan. My booking plan was Mayu gets the first shot, Julia second, and Julia wins. Now I'm not sure. Julia's not winning yet. No, no. She has the she has the prominent stuff coming up. Oh, that's what we forgot to mention. After the uh, future match, prominent shows up, calls out Julia. They start talking a little bit. Suzu Suzuki gets they the mic. Showed up with knife with the knife. That was on the Corkin. Corkin. Yeah, this is before that. This is when they first showed they up. All right, all right. This is when they I mean, first showed up. So they just show up, right? The commentators losing their minds. Like, what are they doing here? Um, they call up Julia. No DDM, just Julia. Um, I mean, because Julia knows them. Like, well, what will DDM do? Yeah. So, uh, Suzu gets Mike starts talking to uh, Julia and starts tearing up. Right. So you're like, I'm like, okay, what is she telling her? She was telling Julia that when she left Ice Ribbon, that she made Suzu feel lonely. Like she looked up to um, Julia like a big sister, and so when she left, she felt really lonely. And Julia told her, "Look, you know, like I'm sorry, and I'm really sad that the next this the next time I was able to see you, you're standing across from me." So that that's a big match waiting to happen, and. Suzu has been chomping at the bit trying to get at Julia any chance she got. They do a little, so much they do a little brawl. Yeah. They have to hold her back. They do a little brawl at the end of this. Suzu and uh, Julia Jump. roll around a little bit. They do more back. They do a, another. They do a post match backstage where uh, DDM gets involved. Yeah, that happened at this show. And then main event. Warlow Stardom title match. Shuri versus Mirai. Honestly, pretty happy with uh, Mirai's performance. That's really what I was looking forward to. Was, uh, you know, Mirai bet on herself by leaving TDPW. She knew that she wasn't going to get the opportunities that she knows she could there. Showing up here. Challenging immediately, basically. Had a handful of tags. And challenges Sherry for the world of stardom title. We'll see how far this kid goes. Still we're young, right? It's 22. Yeah. So we'll see how she grows. Sherry. Looking the loudest kicks I heard from her. Mm-hmm. Looking Absolutely incredible insane. as ever. I'm hoping this she gets a at least a six month reign. Give it a year. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't mind either, but, you know, they just came off a super long one, so. It's Shuri, man. She can break arms, legs. Oh, and she can beat up everybody on that Jaws. roster if she wanted to, but we'll yeah. see what they do. I mean, I'm pretty sure Julia is, like, going to win five star and then win the belt or something. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, no. 
maybe Momo too. Five star Momo, please. Five star Momo. I still think. Well, we oh, have yeah. a little more to get also, to. Also, uh, Cinderella was announced. Yeah. April. What do you think? Who's going to win? Himeka. I'm going for the same faction, just the other one. Maika. Maika. Jumbo. Jumbo versus Strong Girl in the final? Versus the bear. The bear. The bear. You know what I see, you know what I see happening? But she needs to change her name. She needs to be Maikuma. That's on the Halloween show. Yeah. So, uh, what needs to happen? Okay, so... The block winners, right? Mm-hmm. Semi-final. Himika beats Utami. Okay. Because when Utami won the five-star, she beat Himika mm-hmm. in the final. Give give Himika that big win going forward. Other side, Micah beats Hazuki. On their final. And then we have the final. Himika versus Micah. And look, if Maika wins, she can get that rebound win over uh, Saya. I wonder how long Saya's going to go. But we're off topic. <laughs> Let's get back to the match. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about this match? Like I said, Shuri's kicks. That's all I really had to say. They were yeah. super loud, and that's all my attention was on. Yeah, uh, Mirai did a sweet lariat. She had some cool move. Yeah. I, I can't remember what it was. It was like, I can't have to describe, but it was a really good move. I remember that I really popped for one move, and I can't remember what it was, and I feel bad. No, she definitely showed up. She, she showed why she's here. Yeah. I'm happy well, to see that. Not bad performance at all. Definitely not. So that was Stardom, Nagoya uh, Supreme Fight. Wait, wait. One interesting thing. After Shuri won, TDM poses. Everyone is smiling except Himeka. Which we'll get into in a little bit. Yes. She's still just disgruntled. One, just one thing to keep in mind. Just need to mention. It's all, it's, she, at the end, she did, no, smile at, briefly, mind you, at Mirai. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, okay, you're here. You're here. So, and then Julia and Sherry had a little moment talking to each other about their upcoming title match. Next, okay, we have a lot of stuff after the fact. Yes. So the up the following cor- Corrigan. Uh, oh yeah. Before we get into that, Bogum. Mm-hmm. She's been she's been sneaky sneaky. You know yeah. she um. She brainwashed Himika. Not Himika. I wrote Himika. So that's why I read Himika. <laughs> she bamboozled <laughs> Himika, which is Himika and Mika. Uh, she brainwashed uh, Mika into thinking she's a bear. Maikuma. Maikuma? She wore the bear Maikuma. costume and everything. Still uncomfortable doing the bear pose. But, I mean, you know, Koguma, ha- Koguma has a, you know, little tendency to. You know, get a little five-year discount for herself. Swiper, no swiping. So while she has Micah brainwashed, 
and he becomes disgruntled and distracted, you're gonna steal something from them. There's a little little third member of that little of their trio. She's gonna steal. She's gonna steal not to play right from under their nose. You that's, think that's her next target? Next target. Oh God. She's gonna steal. She's gonna steal. Uh, not uh, poi from my Hime poi. Now this is gonna be my. Hime. So we'll have two flying bears. Two flying bears and a hazu. Yes. Kind of scary. I'm gonna lie. Definitely. Oh yeah, Momo Kogo almost spills the beans, and Saya so drop kicks her and beats the shit out of her. Almost. Spill, spill, spilling the beans is like an understatement. She, she was like, nearly everyone who doesn't even follow wrestling would know, like how loud she tried to. She had like a megaphone or something. Yeah, her little megaphone that she pulled out. Oh and then <laughs> Saya grabs it and yells at her. You, I trusted you. You betrayed me. I, I told you that that woman destroyed Tai rejected co- cosmic angels, and now she's blackmailing Saya. She, she knows her shit. Working her way up, sneaky, sneaky. What's, uh, what's more prominence though. Blackmail uh, to Hetman. Well, he knows. Do it right before I mean, she can on Twitter. Do a Twitter space. We'll see. So next up, more prominence stuff. Yep. This is where I was uh, when I was saying that uh, they had a whole Suzu back, <laughs> and where Sarah pulled a knife. Mm-hmm. During the backstage, but um, match coming up, which started off as Shuri versus Risa Sarah, which would have been a fun rematch from the Ice Room days. But we're getting an interesting tag here. Kane Fujita, who beat uh, Dekla for her Austrian EFED belt. So we have a Kane Fujita and Risa Sarah versus Dekla and Shuri. Which I'm pretty sure all four are familiar with each other. Yeah, they are. So we'll see how that goes. I'm really interested in that. It's like, it's going to be fun. Oh, fun little note too. During the, mm-hmm. the brawl, the, po- the pull apart brawl, mm-hmm. Himeka and uh, I'm, I forget her name. I'm sorry. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> I forget this girl's name. Uh, promise. It happens. Way too many names. But something interesting happens with Himeka uh Narai. That's not the prominence I want. <laughs> Hiragi. Harumi. Mm-hmm. So Himeka and Mirai both attack her. So they're maybe on the more on the same page than they think they are. Maybe, but maybe, Himika maybe is still frustrated with with the uh, DDM, which is understandable. Completely. So we'll see if she gets her shot after these two next ones. Maybe she'll have a big victory against someone in prominence. Maybe she realizes that she wants to be a bear. Who knows? Jiri does the bear thing. Also, speaking of the bear... She needs to do complete transformation. Yutami's getting corrupted. What? Remember that photo I, sh- I showed you where 
Pokemon's oh, doing yes. it and she's on the outside doing it. Yes, yes. Just yes. doing it. She doesn't do it in front of the camera. She has a yeah, reputation yeah. to oppose. She has an image to keep. But she was doing it. Sneaky. Much Just how, like Pokemon. Much like how she sings uh Tam's theme backstage. She's sneaky. Sneaky sneaky. Next. High speed draw. Poi return match. Speaking of Poi, photo book coming up for Poi. Right after her stage play. So, Poi comes back. Blonde. Uh, right before the match. I think the show before when she, no, she showed back up. I'm, you know, SLK is waiting backstage and I'm like, okay, who's she waiting for? She has, you know, she makes the mask of her opponent. Mm-hmm. She had the mask in her hand. She's talking. And little blonde, blonde lady walks by. Who is this? <laughs> SLK yokes her up by the shirt. I'm like, what the? That's not. Oh, it is not two point. Not two point is not blonde. Confusing experience, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I thought like, oh, she's just like trying to make an example for Poi. But no, it was Poi. Couldn't really tell. I had to do a double take. But not two point challenges SLK for the high speed belt. Time limit draw. 30 minutes. Why so long? Why, Hatman? Why? I'm sure that was a high speed. I'm pretty sure it was fast. Like, no protective mask. I get a strong 15. Easy. Just do that. Okay. Yeah, but they had I'm the draw. Sure it's good to know. Yeah. Gotta change that time limit, though. Yeah. Make it 15. But this all leads to um, Boy deciding, you know what? I don't need that. She saw that picture of the belt looking like shit, all disheveled, busted up, paint peeling off. And she said, you know what? I'm going to challenge her the white belt. It's not as fucked up. I mean, but she challenges. There's a pattern. Go on. You go blonde. You go for the good belt. Mayu did it. You know, I no, did boy, it. Do. Yeah. Boy, too. Mina did the opposite. She went darker. Mina did the opposite. I mean, she's a sexy fighter. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. What a woman. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. that's a pattern. Just saying. So, Boy challenges Sai Kamatani for her Wonder of Starting Championship. Interesting note here. Sai gets all up in her space. Doesn't know what, <laughs> doesn't know, uh, what personal space is. It's all up in her girl. Looking at her like, you know, so apparently the mystery person is connected to boy in some way, associated. Which easy, easy connection here. Last time boy challenged for the white belt against Tam. Whose gear does she have on? You think it's an easy connection? It is super easy. A B. Interesting. Positive, negative. Do you remember what gear she had that day? I cannot remember gears. You so, that I might don't. That day when she challenged for the white belt, mm-hmm. she had a set of gear that was given to her by Kyrie Hojo. She oh, had, Kyrie. She, Kyrie's gear, like a legit set of Kyrie's gear. That's what she was wearing. So, you know, I went, I went like trolling that's going to be Kyrie because I was like, no way. <laughs> And it seems like more likely a likely with every hint. 
It's either Kyrie or Hikari Noah. No, Hikari. No, no, no. I mean, maybe. Pandemic boo boo. No, no. Boo. Pandemic free Wi Fi. That's the trio. Yes. They're going to go after the artist belt. You have now no appoint. So that's happening, right? So we'll see if it if it is Kyrie or not. Could be we'll some of her Macris girls, honestly. Think about it. I don't know. We'll see. Just That's about contract. Contract is up. Whose contract just came up? Yeah. Kyrie. All signs I mean, are pointing to the, the pirate. I don't know but Kyrie because like stardom is so oversaturated right now so like you know Kyrie is just but Kyrie doesn't need to be involved in anything she's Kyrie Hojo she can yeah, just like, she can just have big matches know, when she feels like it you know what I mean they're getting way too many people she can run something with Mayu that would be dope I mean Mayu's Mayu not really doing really... much well besides her I mean, title match yeah she ain't winning that sorry Mayu um, <laughs> You're not winning that. We have more Cosmic Angels action. She can run. She can run a program with Tam. A lot of little things here. Maybe things so, with Tommy. I mean, when Tommy finishes the feud, yeah, she can just wrestle everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, or she just comes in as an appearance. You know, she doesn't even have to wrestle. She can just be Kyrie Hojo. She's a damn pirate lucha door. Bro, thing. Yeah, we are going to see. No, it's gonna be fun. Azumi comes out and challenges kid for the high speed belt. Again? Mm-hmm. Singles matches. All three ways. So no bears, no bears allowed. Azumi, if you win this belt, use some of that money to get that shit refurbished. <laughs> that belt is looking rough. I thought the white belt was looking a little tarnished, but yeah. Even, has like even Naito treated, yeah, even Naito treated the IC belt better than this. But to be fair, this belt's old as dirt, by the way. Yeah, how old is it? Since, jeez, I, it was a Neo belt. Well, the promotion Neo, uh, Kana Asuka designed it. Really? Yeah, she designed okay. the belt. Interesting. So how did it become high speed? It was always high speed. Uh-huh. But this, like, um, instead of it, just it just literally it literally just migrated from Neo to Stardom. How's that? It was that's a what I meant. Yoniyama. Uh, okay, she so was, that's why she always had the belt. But then belt is really old. I mean, mm-hmm. really old. And then Kid uh-huh. turns around and lays down a challenge to Mahima Poi for the artist belt. So, okay. Interesting. W- that would be. It could be either. It's gonna be Momo Kid. You think? Yeah, it's gonna be those two. And it could be one to two people. As a third, either Saki so, Kashima. So you think? You think it's gonna be. Kid drops you to Azumi, and then Kid punishes Azumi by winning the tag titles with Momo. Momo. Do you think so? They won the artist belts together. Never the goddess belts. Those are the ones that never won. 
They were never tag uh, team champions. They were trios champions. Right, right. So but, let me uh just double check that. Who's gonna be the third one? So um, it's either going to be Saki Kashima, which maybe. makes sense, or the returning uh Tora. I think that will make more sense. I don't know how long she's because, been out. Because, like, Saki Hashima is kind of out there choice, but also possible. We'll see. Yeah, three times with, uh, not okay, one, only so once with Bomo, actually. She was almost. artist champions with, uh, Hazuki and Io twice. Only once with okay. Momo and Yutami. Momo has won the tag titles with Yutami. Yeah, she was artist champions with Hazuki and Io, one of the stardom champion, goddess champions with Itami, and then artist champions with Izumi and Itami. And when she it comes to she hasn't held a goddess. belt in two years, man. Oh, when, it, when it comes to goddess titles, Mina and Yunagi challenge for that. Yes, sir. Want well, the shot? We don't know if they laid down the challenge to FWC, and we'll see if they accept, which they should. It's gonna be a bear. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun matchup. Who's gonna be a bear? Uh, they're both wearing. <laughs> they both did the uh-huh. bear pose with the uh, Koguma. I mean, I know, but like in this match, who's gonna get baited? Probably Mina. You think? I mean, Yunagi's too energetic. So I think Mina. Mina's just gonna lean into it. Uh, most likely. Well, Hazuki, do you do? We'll see who gets it to break. Yep. Well, yeah, that's that's much... where stardom is going. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. I'm, I like the EDM and prominent stuff. I'm, I'm really invested in the QQ, Wadatai stuff. Of course. So we'll see what that takes. Oh. And uh, Shuri versus. Julia, when it happens, whenever that it's is, gonna be, it's gonna be something. Oh, is it's that gonna, gonna be, be a sumo hall? Yes. And yeah. we have Mayu versus the winner. Interesting stuff, really. It's like Wrestle Stardom. Kingdom all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the third night prominent show? Please. That's, that's Noah. Noah. Prominence is there, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> It all makes sense now. It totally makes sense. Bushi Road, you don't fool us. They have a pattern. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It definitely is. I'm really excited to see what goes on. But yeah, that was stardom. And that will conclude the show. So thank you guys for watching or listening, whichever you are doing, to episode seven of the Strong Shadows podcast. We uh, cover a lot of Joshi, mostly Joshi. Puro, as you hear. And we have Double some, G. yeah, we have some fun stuff coming up for you guys. So stay tuned and thank you.